Yesterday, it was a Tuesday. It was a Kamloops City Council Day. And as always, the day after council meets, I am more than happy to welcome to the program the mayor of Kamloops, Mr. Ken Christian. Mr. Christian, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks as always for the time. Let's start with uh, looking back at yesterday's city council meeting. The big topic of the day seemed to be in regards to cycling and some bike paths. Uh, the city, you know, has an ambitious timeline to build some bike lanes connecting both ends um, of the city, basically getting more people to uh, come down 6th Avenue, right? You had to make some changes in order for a bike lane to be put on 6th Avenue as opposed to 5th Avenue, as was in the original transportation plan. I'll start with that one just because it is a bit of a shift here for moving bikes from fifth to sixth. Why does that make sense, do you think? Well, you know, we had more room, uh, quite simply, on 6th Avenue. Uh, you know, that was supposed to have been part of the 6th Avenue extension uh, up to Sahali many, many years ago. So it was constructed as if it would be one of the main uh, thoroughfares into downtown Camels. But that plan was scrapped uh, long ago. And uh, so we had extra space. And uh, that allows us to make a dedicated uh, bike and pedestrian lane. And uh, that's really what it takes to get more people comfortable cycling. Yeah, so this would connect uh, basically Sahali right through to downtown. The city is going to be applying for a $4 million grant. I guess uh, how optimistic are you about getting that money and what does that mean for the uh, kind of fast tracking of this work? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic. I think uh, this uh, particular proposal fits all of the grant criteria. Uh, and uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's about connectivity. We have the Hockton Trail, but we need to uh, put the other pieces in place so that people can get from point A to point B, whether they're going uh, to school, to work, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, to uh, expand it up in the Sahali area, the cost of about $2.5 million, I think, is money well spent, and, and it's going to improve connectivity as well as safety. And then the piece downtown uh, on 6th Avenue will connect uh, to our uh, transit exchange and then into the uh, bike lanes that would lead you onto the Rivers Trail and over to the North Shore. So, you know, uh, I asked the question, do we have uh, the capacity in-house to do uh, the design work and the uh, construction supervision? And we do. So, uh, I think it's a great project at a great time. Awesome stuff. And I love when uh, work gets kept in-house as well. Uh, I wanted to move on here to the census. Now, uh, you were asking basically City Council yesterday to, to support um, and encourage all residents to complete their census questionnaire online for 2021. I guess I'll just kind of get you to reiterate your stance here. Why is it so important? Why are you making this call for people to fill out their census here this year? Well, you know, we have a lot of other things on our mind, uh, predominantly the pandemic and that. And I, I didn't want uh, the city and the residents to lose the opportunity to uh, provide the data into the census system because that data is very important in terms of our uh, access to grants and, and the kinds of uh, monies that the federal government uh send to uh, provinces and to local governments. So, you know, we need accurate data. That way you can make evidence-based decisions. And the only way we're going to get that data is if everybody, uh, you know, takes the census seriously and uh, provides uh, answers in the online format when it becomes available this spring. And, and 
You talk about the importance of it just to be able to kind of relay data and, and be able to apply for grants and that kind of thing. One of the things I hear you kind of say very, very often is how, you know, the city of Kamloops has over 100,000 people, but I don't believe we've actually seen that on record in any census data. I believe that to be true. Don't I'm not trying to say that that isn't the case. I do think we have more than 100,000 people in the city of Kamloops, but we don't have actual proof of that being the case. I guess if we got that, what would that mean? And what does that, you know, kind of show uh, in regards to our community? Yeah, that's very true. Uh, since the last census, uh, the numbers have been extrapolated based on uh, growth projections. And uh, the latest one for uh, 2021 is that Camelops has uh, 100,040 people. Uh, but that is not because we've counted noses. It's because we have uh, projected on uh, the number of people we had in 2016. So we need to get that accurate count, uh, and, and that way we can uh, substantiate both the population of the city, but also the growth rate going forward from 2020 uh, and beyond. So, you know, we need to uh, get this data into the system, and that helps us uh, in a whole myriad of fronts in terms of everything from recreation through to infrastructure through to uh, employment and beyond. The Progress Report, uh, 19 to 2022 strategic plan that was developed by City Council. A presentation was made yesterday outlining the progress and uh, that kind of has been made within that document. And there's a lot of things that obviously it goes over. Uh, the, the big categories are governance and accountability, livability, vibrant economy and environmental leadership. And there's a bunch of subcategories within those four. Um, but I guess just what are your overall thoughts on that progress report? I mean, are you happy with sort of the, the, the movement that we've seen? seen as it relates to the strategic plan here as we're only, you know, a little over a year into it at this point. Yeah, well, it, that was sort of our midterm report card, really. And, and uh, when we were uh, first elected and started this term, uh, we spent a couple of days sitting down saying what was it we wanted to accomplish. And so we're halfway through the term. There's been some, certainly some curveballs thrown at us. So uh, we wanted to take stock of what we have done and, and uh, whether we should adjust uh, going forward the uh, rest of the commitment uh, for the rest of the term. So we did that in December and we reported a on it yesterday. Uh, it's a good read. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's not exciting uh, in terms of uh, uh, reading uh, some of the objectives and, and uh, some of the accomplishments, but it really is a compendium of everything that the taxpayers have paid for and the services that they've asked and what we've accomplished and where we have uh, still uh, room to grow. So, you know, I, I think it's a good accounting and, and I think uh, good governance is, is predicated on uh, uh, you know, taking stock once in a while and, and making the adjustments necessary. Obviously, uh, the pandemic has uh, thrown a wrench in the works in terms of some of the support for the arts and culture in the community that we had all been excited mm -hmm. about. But, uh, you know, we have to uh, kind of take that in stride and, and uh, regroup and, and uh, package that differently when the time comes. Was there anything in there that you felt uh, you were disappointed in? Maybe that there hadn't been enough progress in? You mentioned the arts and cultures, but that's not really a result of of lack of work that's just a result of the the climate we find ourselves in right as a result of a pandemic so was you know pandemic aside was there anything you kind of looked at and thought we should be doing better there 
you know, uh, you know, there, there was a few issues. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about the social issues in the community uh, and the other uh, public health crisis, the opioid crisis. So, uh, you know, those are areas where we have not made as much progress as we want to. And in fact, uh, maybe we have regressed in some uh, areas and maybe that is in part due to the pandemic as well. But, you know, we need to uh, kind of solve some of these uh, street issues uh, the best that we can. Uh, and we really need to engage other partners, uh, mental health, addictions, uh, the police, uh, social agencies, BC Housing. And, you know, this is not necessarily in and of itself a city of Cal's problem, but it's a problem that uh, we as a council are determined to uh, work towards solutions. Uh, here with the mayor of Kamloops, uh, Ken Christian. I wanted to ask you while I have you about the uh, COVID-19 outbreak at the Royal Inland Hospital. And if you have any major concerns about what we're seeing there, Obviously, uh, you know, a lot of people in the public are feeling a pretty uneasy given just how high that case count has gotten in the recent uh, recent days here over the last couple of days has really ballooned, right? Since Friday, I think we had eight and then we come in on Monday morning and we're sitting at more than 40 and it's over 50 now at this point in time with the deaths as well at the hospital. Um, you know, do you have a, a major concern about what we're seeing right now? Oh, yeah, I have a very major concern. And, and uh, you know, Royal Inland is, is the backbone of uh, acute care, not only in the city of Kamloops, but for the entire region. So, you know, that is a, a, an important uh, outbreak and one that uh, I'm confident that the, uh, the staff there are working uh, diligently to quell. But it goes beyond Royal Inland Hospital. We have a long-term care outbreak. We have uh, case identifications in schools. We have had them in business. Uh, we have them at the city of Kamloops. So this is uh, evidence of community transmission in Kamloops. And uh, we knew this was coming. It's here now. And we need to double down on the uh, precautionary efforts that we have been, uh, you know, had in place for, for eight months, nine months now. So, you know, let's be sure about keeping our uh, circles small uh, let's wear our masks let's wash our hands uh, and most importantly let's not uh, go to work uh, or be out and about if we're sick and and uh, this is a respiratory virus there's no mystery to how it spreads and so let's just take the kinds of precautions and and uh, reduce our social interactions Last question here for you, Mr. Mayor, about a pretty significant announcement when it comes to the uh, school community here in, uh, in the Kamloops-Thompson School District with the announcement that Parkrest is going to be rebuilt. We knew that was coming. We just didn't know when. Well, we got the announcement on Monday. A near $38 million school is going to be uh, built to replace the Parkrest Elementary School, which, of course, unfortunately burnt to the ground in September 2019. Um, not the best reasons to be getting a new school, but this sounds like a pretty good one for that Brock community uh, uh, you know, it's going to have a learning center on the side, the city contributing two and a half million for that expanded gym, which is going to be uh, beneficial for, for people looking for gym space in our city. I mean, there's a lot of boxes being checked off here with this new addition, plus, of course, uh, the fact that it's going to be able to accommodate an extra 120 additional kids than it could uh, prior to that uh, September 2019 incident. So just your overall thoughts on what we're getting here and, and obviously pleased that we finally have a timeline for when this will be erected. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's great news for uh, the city of Kamloops, for the school district, and most importantly for the parents and students of the catchment area of Parkrest Elementary. So, uh, you know, we were happy to partner uh, in this. Uh, no secret, uh, you know, I'm a basketball guy, and the opportunity to 
contribute to uh, expanded gym facilities really uh, fits with uh, what the school district needs as well as what the community needs and what they've told us through our uh, surveys in terms of recreational needs. Uh, uh, more hard court space is, is uh, really a number one priority for us. So uh, just by adding to what was going to be built, we have a facility now that can not only be used for the school, but can be used after school and on weekends by the community for adult leagues and things like that. So uh, that's a great thing. Uh, having daycare in the facility is a great thing. So, uh, you know, this will be, uh, you know, a new age elementary school. And, and I think it's an exciting opportunity and uh, just delighted that, uh, you know, it will be uh, coming uh, online in 2024. And we'll start that process as soon as we can in terms of uh, architectural drawings and permitting and, and site preparation. Always love ending on a good note. Thanks so much for the time, Ken. Always appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Awesome stuff. That's the mayor of Kamloops, Ken Christian.